Kids to bed, dad's home. We are the DWO podcast representing the dad world order. I am the handsome head of household, Mr. Magnificent Mike Martin. With me, as always, my dad team partners. First up, we got Big Rig Eric Maffe. What up? And last but not least, the wrestling t shirt guy, Cephas. All right, what up, y'all? How y'all doing tonight? We're hanging in there, man. Uh, as Mr. Magnificent said, we are the DWO Podcast, and tonight uh, we have with us a very special guest. He has been called tremendous by none other than Tony Khan himself, the base god, Gringo Loco. Sir, how the heck are you? Doing very well, man. Thank you guys so much for having me. The pleasure's all mine. Absolutely, man. We uh, really appreciate you, uh, really appreciate you coming on here. Um, we have been enjoying your work for uh, quite a while now, and love to see you. Uh, I, I guess you'd call it getting your flowers, as it were. Been on uh, Ring of Honor television quite a bit lately. Um, tell us about how that all came to pass. That's pretty awesome, man. Man, it's it's been a it's been a whirlwind blur, man. Um, so kind of a crazy story like i didn't get contacted directly by ring of honor but uh i was sitting at my house just like i am now on a monday and sky blue hits me up on facebook she says are you gonna be at tv on wednesday i was like what are you talking about what tv <laughs> she's what are you talking about like i don't do tv i'm an indie wrestler and she goes right. oh yeah AEW milwaukee i'm like uh no i'm not gonna be there what are you talking about she's like well you should go you should go i'm like all right i'll think about it and uh so i let it go i didn't think anything of it and then uh sean dean who was kind of like the liaison for all the extras and all that from mm-hmm. ring of honor and AEW, <clears throat> calls my phone and says hey you know not sure if you were planning on coming but you should come to milwaukee this wednesday and i was like all right let me look over the email or whatever i was like i don't have blood work i, I just saw all these obstacles that were it just wouldn't be possible for me to go and i was like all right i'll let you know he's like please come so he was like, I'll make it worth your while. I didn't know what that meant. I was like, I'll probably get like a security, you know, separating Wardlow with his next rival or something. <laughs> right, so I yeah. Know. <laughs> I didn't know what was going to go on, right? So, you know, the golden rule in indie wrestling is you never show up to an arena without your gear. So I drove up to Milwaukee with gear just in case. And um, Sky Blue meets me out there and she says, you know, why don't you come on in, bring your gear. You never know what can happen. I'm like, I didn't want to be presumptuous, but I'll, I'll bring the gear out. Of, I'm not saying I'm going to work. I don't know what's happening. So I find my buddy Vikingo, and we go to catering, which is cool because I've never had wrestling catering before. It was sick. We sat together. Sean Dean comes into the room, and he looks at us. We're at the table by ourselves, and he has this big smile. And I'm like, what's up, man? What gives? He's like, oh, yeah, it's you and uh, Vikingo. Made a bet ring of honor tonight. I'm like, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally laughed out loud. I was like, "All right, you're playing a prank on the new guy. That's so funny. All right, what yeah. am I doing? What you got? I was like, you got a security shirt for me, and he's like, it's you and Vikingo main event of Ring of Honor tonight. I'm like, oh shit, he's being serious, Vikingo. We have to wrestle today. 
and that was the debut that everybody has been ranting wow. about. You know, uh, yeah, that's. I mean, I went up literally with the idea of I am not going to wrestle because I don't have this blood work, and there was just a lot of things that kind of looked like it wasn't going to happen. Right. And I got in that ring, and I mean, they had seen four and a half hours of wrestling before us, and they were pretty tired. And by the end of that, they were up. They were very happy with our oh, performance, yeah. man. Yeah, I trust me. I, I saw that. Uh, like, I, I saw a bunch on your – you were sharing on your stories on Instagram, and it was like, Gringo's at, at AEW. Oh, he's on Ring of Honor. And then they announced it for the next Ring of Honor show, and I was just like, holy shit, man. Like, because, you know, like, you, you get – they bring people in, and then they have, you know, a three-minute match against – Brian Cage or you know whatever like that and I'm like no he's going against Vikingo they're going to let these guys go and that was just it was yeah. unreal seeing that man it really happened brother you you and I you and I both were like holy shit let me tell you because I couldn't believe what was happening you know right. I for sure thought it was either security or like you said a three minute squash with whoever and it turned out to be like a full twelve to fifteen with Vikingo main event of the entire night so pretty pretty amazing night to say the least man. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's so crazy for us as fans of you as well, because we've watched you, you know, a lot, a lot here local to us. You know what I mean? To so, so to see you get the, the attention that we get, I think you absolutely deserve, man. It, it's awesome. You have a, a certain way that you know you you, you bring. You have like a, a technical chaos, if I could. It's it's like you're the Dean Malenko of crazy. You have a level of control. <laughs> you have a level of control that makes it. I don't understand how you do it. You know what I mean? So you know that, what? I really like that nickname, the Dean Malenko of Crazy of Chaos. Yes. I love this. <laughs> there you go. It makes so much. I'm sense a big fan of Dean, man. Yeah. <laughs> you have a level of technicality that is just uh, respectable, and then on top of that, you 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 draw eyes with the things that you can do, and you do them so well, man. So it's cool to see you get some 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 flowers, as they said. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just very fortunate to be on the platform now where there's a lot more eyeballs on the stuff that I do, and people are definitely starting to take notice. So that's a, it's nothing but positivity, man. It's so yeah. cool to, because, like, there's only certain people that, I mean, maybe not certain people, but the chemistry with you and Vikingo, and, I mean, it's the same kind of feel I got from watching him and Kenny. It was just like there's certain people that, you know, that chemistry in the ring is just so unique, and you guys both have such unique movesets that, you know, and they kind of bounce off each other so well. And, man, it's just the result was something so epic that, you know, people who weren't a fan of you, by God, if they're not now, they, they weren't watching. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm at the merch table at some of these indie shows, and the amount of people that come up and mention the Vikingo match uh, with my Ring of Honor debut it's it's endless man they like you just said they became instant fans of me and they had never seen me before so i think that's the name of the game right now right just garner as much attention and as many fans as i can in the short amount of time and then we're off to the races so how does that how does that feel like i mean to kind of get a lot of buzz from one thing and you're like i had this whole other body of work and you, and everybody keeps mentioning this one particular thing is that i mean does it does that still feel good, or does it? I mean, oh, is yeah. it? Do you feel like it takes away from everything else you've done because everything's so focused on that one television? Oh match? no, not not at all. It doesn't take anything away. I think that uh, it was almost like I got to that mountaintop. I peeked over. Everybody saw what I could do, and now I'm ready to really show uh, the broader audience with AEW and Ring of Honor of exactly what I can do and what I'm capable of. I think it's just the beginning. Dude, I uh, I absolutely agree with you there. That. 
<clears throat> we've seen you multiple times uh, live at uh, Wrestling Revolver, which has been an absolute blast. Anytime we see you're on the card up there in Dayton, we're like, yep, we're going to see an awesome show. Yeah, uh, and it. it and it doesn't matter if you're in a one-on-one, if you're in a three-way, if you're in a scramble, tag match, whatever. Like, somehow, there is always at least one or two clips where it's just like, hey, can you believe that Gringo Loco did this tonight? Like, it's just, it's it's wild, man. And I think uh, Cephas really hit the nail on the head when he said Dean Malenko of crazy. Like, that, if anybody knows what Dean Malenko can do, and anybody knows, you know, what crazy people do yeah it's a really good it's a really good uh good mesh right there uh because yeah man you uh, i just i can't even explain how many times you've done something and i'm just like how 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 i don't get it how will um, controlled controlled chaos man i'm 37 bro but don't tell nobody that it's 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 getting up there but you won't with that with that number comes all of the experience that all these young cats you know, don't necessarily have like, you know, the young kids now they go to wrestling school, they do all the drills and then they take all those drills and they do them on indie shows. Brother, I've been doing all that, you know, the first 10 years of my career. Now it's time to get crazy and let loose and see what ideas work and what ideas stick with these fans. Because a lot of the other younger talents that are actually crazy, like me and Vikingo, they're coming for us, bro. And they're coming with us and we have to make sure we're one step ahead. Otherwise we're going to lose our spots on these indies. And I think that, Again, if we do it in a controlled chaos setting, we're going to be fine. We can't be doing crazy stuff that's out of out of our control. You know, you never want to do that. But mm-hmm. we, they're coming for us, man. Like, I know a lot of these cats down in Mexico City right now, they're about, you know, 17, 18, 19 years old. And they're, they're coming for it, dude. Like, they're they're a little sloppy still. They need to be polished. But some of the stuff that they're pulling off, I'm watching them just like, we need to we need to figure something out. It's like Mayday, Mayday. Let's do all this cool stuff now so that people don't forget about us. <laughs> yeah, like make our mark now. Hurry up. Like yeah. what's even what's Seriously. even left to invent? I mean, like how oh, much it's man. progressed. Like the stuff you guys are doing right now is like seems inhuman inhuman already. Like how the hell what what else can there possibly be? You're gonna have to like teleport around the ring or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I saw Vikingo practicing that uh, before a show the other day. He was teleporting from one ring to the other. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> Look for that on your next Ring of Honor Sounds like Thursday Matt night. Training. So, I mean, is there, is this kind of like, because <clears throat> me and you have kind of talked a little bit before, but like, obviously your brain just works in a, in a totally different way than a lot of talent out there. Is there anybody in particular that you like bounce ideas off of that's kind of like your go-to, or is this just kind of you're sitting there thinking about, hey, let's see if I can do this, and then you just try it. Yeah, so, again, I travel with a lot of these guys on buses, planes, trains, anything, you know, vehicles for hours. And, right. you know, we'll sit there and we'll brainstorm, and, you know, one of the guys being Ares, Ares, you know, he has that strange style. That's his moniker in the wrestling business, and uh, mm-hmm. he does. He thinks strangely outside of the box like me, and when you put us together, I mean, he's probably one of my favorite people to work outside of the Kingo and Laredo Kid and the guys like that, but... And Bandito would be on that list, too. But, like, people that think outside the box like that, you could be come up with stuff that are so creative, never before seen in a wrestling ring, dude. That double-stack powerbomb that I did in Vegas the other day, I've been sitting God. on that for two years, bro. Two God. years, bro. And it was supposed to happen at my at my debut show, The World on Lucha in Dallas, and it was just not happening before the show. And I'm like, listen, 
Exactly. We're going back to what we just talked about a couple minutes ago. If it's not controlled chaos, I'm not putting you at risk, and I'm not putting myself at risk. Yeah, but then exactly. that night in Vegas, I've been thinking about that Matt, that that move for a long time, and I knew how good the Kingo is, and I knew how great uh, Commander is. And I was like, if there's any ever a time to do it, this is a huge uh, platform because it's, it's it's you know Las Vegas Memorial Day weekend, double or nothing weekend, whatever. There's going to be a lot of people watching. Now is the time to do it. And I'll tell you yeah. guys what, I'll pull the, pull the curtain back a little bit. It wasn't going perfectly before the show. That's all I'll say. And it did during the show. It was unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. what a better sometimes that energy is what you need. That energy adds the extra. Oh energy. no, man. Yeah. I just knew how good they were, and it just, it came off flawlessly. A lot of people mentioned that at the merch table too. That like they just. Like you said, they were like, how? How are you coming up with this? But, you know, I guess I'm just He-Man at this point, and I could just do anything that I put my mind to. Yeah, my question hey. is, because, like, you know, you said you're 37. I'm I'm 43 <clears throat> myself, and I, I, you know, pride myself on, you know, I can still hang with the young kids. You know, I can drink with the best of them. It's the recovering part that I suck at right. now. So what's the, what's the day after like for you? Oh, dude. What does it consist so of? So my least – so let's say a three-day wrestling loop, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. My least favorite day by far of life is Mondays because, you know, I've already had the human interaction all weekend. I don't want to speak to anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. My body is broken and beaten down. All I want to do is sleep, be in the air conditioning, and order takeout all day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um but I will tell you, when I was younger, I would get up that Monday morning and go straight to work. That ain't happening now. It takes about mid-Wednesday to feel like, oh, yeah, we could definitely wrestle again this weekend. It, it's a longer recovery process for sure. Thankfully, uh, you know, midweek, it's it's a couple of days. It's not like right into the next dates. I'm holding up pretty well, man. Like I said, it's a lot of my stuff is, you know, down pat, and it's kind of, you know, hard to imagine getting hurt during it. But you never know what can happen. But right now, I'm holding up pretty well. Good. You're like yeah. an ice bath or like a chiropractor, a massage yeah. kind of guy? Chiropractor or? every week. Every yes. week. Yep. Yes. Every week. They, they crack you every which way. They do it. I'm in and out within five minutes, and everything's cracked, and I'm ready to go. Now, my go. adjustment doesn't take that long, but my chiropractor loves whiskey, so we sit there for like 10, 15 <laughs> minutes and talk about bourbon and shit. So. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. Um. So uh, another thing we had – uh, I think we kind of talked to you about it. One of the revolver shows you, uh, during the pandemic, you said you really got into doing like, uh, production and lighting and stuff like that. How, uh, how, how, how'd you get into all of that? Uh, yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole crazy thing too. I mean, we were locked in our houses, no bars, no gyms, no wrestling. What am I supposed to do? Right. So I tried to make my living room into like a, like a party scene. So we had like an ambiance to like party and stuff started out with two lights I bought the control board, and then from that, bro, like, I'm doing full-on productions for Warrior, Revolver, uh, Dreamwave. Like, all of these companies are saying, like, damn, like, this, my, my show could look so much better with the help of Gringo. Why don't we bring him on board to do that as well? So, I wear a lot of hats at, at a lot of these indie shows now, man, and I'm, I'm very thankful for it. It's all separate paychecks, right? Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> Double dip, triple dip, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Dip, dip, double dip, yeah. triple dip, whatever. Dip, dip, yeah, dip. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's one of the cool things that we've always loved about. I mean, aside from the the uh, matches on the show just being amazing. I mean, going to Revolver, uh, just the production that goes into it. Uh, you know, because it's if you if you take everything out of it, like it's a small basketball gym in Dayton, Ohio. 
right. it doesn't feel like that when you're there though like it feels like right. holy like this is a big you know thing that we're at and uh it's just it's amazing how how that transforms the whole show yeah i definitely have been thriving more and more off of it because as you get bigger you acquire more you know lighting whatever mm -hmm. you just acquire more of the stuff and then it becomes bigger and bigger and listen man if i can help out an indie show look better than it did before i came i mean that's what i'm all about dude so yeah. and i've recently been going up specifically to revolver because i put a lot of that time and energy into how it looks i'll go up to just random fans and i'll ask hey you know looking at the production with me now does that enhance your experience of this indie show and they all say an emphatic yes that please yeah. keep doing it because it makes it feel like a bigger deal uh, with with your lighting and, and production going into it. So I, I like I said, I, I just love it. I'm pretty sure you asked a... us that specific question. Oh, I think did I? Reason, yeah. Man, we're so behind it. Yeah. I mean, we are officially yeah. sponsors now of Pro Wrestling Revolver. Uh, we, you know, oh. it, it, it purely for the simple fact that there's such a level of. The best way I could describe it, I text Roland uh, Lugo earlier. By the way, he told me to tell you hi. He told us to tell you hi earlier, told, to say that Roland loves you. Uh, but anyways, I love Tusslemania, man. Tusslemania right. is the man. He's shout now out to Tussle, official yep. wrestling superstar now. Yeah, oh, I saw. Did you, did you see his <laughs> frog splash? That was awesome. Of course, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, but my point though is it, it's it's a. Uh, it has a feel of it's already fine. Like, it's a young ECW. And I'm not saying that it, it by any means you guys replicate the type of shit ACW made. But it has the feel of, like, I want to be a part of this, if that makes sense. Yeah. It has yeah. the feel of, of this is what's cool right now in wrestling. And and, and like I said earlier to Roland, it, it, you know, we see that the Revolver's on fire. We just want to help pour gas on it, man. We want to yep. we want this yeah. flame to, to explode. And it. It's, it's really cool to be a wrestling fan in Dayton right now, i tell you that much. Well, Dayton and Des Moines, man. I mean, I, the energy at both of these cities is incredible. Ah. We, I, I talk to Sammy quite often, and we always say nobody is anywhere near us, dude. Nobody is touching us production-wise, wrestling-wise. Pretty yeah. incredible company, man. And Sammy, you know, as a boss, as a promoter, couldn't ask for a better dude, man. Shout-out to Sammy Callan. Right. Yeah, and... Like you said, in Des Moines as well, which we've never been able to go to an Iowa show uh, yeah. yet, but uh, September, I believe, is when they're doing, uh, what is it, Hard hard Redacted? Yeah, yeah. we're going. September. We're going. Our calendars, yeah. baby. Yeah, we're, we're going gonna, gonna to be there for that one. And then uh, whatever and the next Texas date is, whether they believe me or not, I'm going to talk them into riding with me, and we're going to be there. Oh, dude, if we're road tripping it, I'm in. Like, I'll, I'll figure something out. I need a flight, dude. That's a long. Time. <laughs> oh, this shit hurts, dude. I got a You're speaking my language, dude. Flight. Give me a flight, bro. Give me yeah. a two-hour flight, bro. Yeah. I'm never forty, bro. Like it just. Yeah. No. I got a forty-minute ride home from work, and I gotta, I gotta get on the the chirp wheel when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just been it's been really cool seeing, uh, so, which we kind of talked to Roland uh, a little bit about this. Them, you know, branching out, going to Texas, you know, doing all these other things because there's not like really a big because like gcw they mostly run east coast some west coast prestige is out on the west coast there's not and i'm not saying that there's none but there's not a ton of really big indie promotions in the midwest and i think revolver could really capitalize on that 
Yeah, so Chicago is definitely on the table. We're just looking for a uh, venue that a venue that would make sense. And uh, I mean, who, who 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 better to send around Chicago than Gringo Loco? I've been sniffing out some venues that would look really good for his production and make sure there's yeah. enough people for it to make sense. And it's on the table, man. So get ready for that. Like some awesome. Bucket list. I have like wrestling crowd bucket list. Like I wanna, I wanna see a show in Chicago and feel like like the indie chi- Chicago crowd and and Philly and I have uh, feel the same way about Philly, Canada, yeah. somewhere in Canada. I can't Toronto, to dude, Toronto. You have to hit Toronto. Man. Toronto was unbelievable. The crowds are always on fire there. Oh, trust we we saw the uh, just the reception that AEW got there. Um, and obviously the the Ring of Honor tapings after that, I because I we've been to a couple AEW shows and we know how long like by the time Rampage is over, you're just like, Ugh, you know, like that was, yeah, yeah. and not in a terrible way, you're just exhausted because it it was such a fun show. So when a crowd can be that hot that long, it really it, you know it uh, tells to the talent that are on the card and you know how passionate the people there are. Exactly. You have those two elements, man. You, you're going to have success. Absolutely. Um, so you've wrestled, uh, which are, are you current uh, Warrior Lucha champion? Is that correct? I am. Yeah. So okay. currently four belts, bro. Gringo four belts. Unbelievable. All right. Man. It's, it's, we're, on a, we're on a roll, dude. We got uh, the Toronto Premier Championship in Demand Lucha, uh, Dream Wave, and the brand new belt, the Lucha belt in Defy. And Warrior Lucha Belt. So we're okay. our suitcases are getting heavy, my guy. Come yeah, on. it sounds like it. Uh, I've actually been to a few Warrior shows myself, and those uh, actually the first one I ever went to, uh, Arez was on that uh, card, right. which that was yeah. uh, my first exposure to him. Um, Sam Adonis, uh, Psycho Clown was on that card. Like they, man, you know, I, I know we're we're touting Revolver a lot, but there are so many indies out there that are just putting on amazing shows. I mean, I saw clips from the Warrior; uh, they just did the under the lights at the at the football field. That was so much fun. It's just oh, it's an awesome God, time yeah. to be a fan, dude. I would love to been at that one. The it was a good one. Running the hurdles. Yeah, the catcher <laughs> running the hurdles. And then, and then, a pump handle, a pump or a pump kick, and uh, warhorse, right? Wasn't and, uh, it? Yeah, yeah, and a warhorse. Yep. yep. Ruler of ass. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, dude. It's it's just it's been really wild because like we've talked about this before. I was kind of a a laps fan for a long time, and all I knew growing up was was the WWF WWE product, and then AEW kind of got me back into it, and them bringing in indie talent made me talk or like look and see like okay what else is out there and that's how i discovered you know gcw and revolver and everything like that and even our our local promotion here uh where we live and it's like dude there's so much out there to enjoy like if you are watching this right now and all you do is watch the stuff on tv that's great but just go to an indie show one time because I guarantee you, you will have the time of your life. It is so much fun. Such a different feel. 100%, man. That live atmosphere at an indie show, if, if the indie is like on fire, forget it, dude. There's nothing like it. It's unreal. Dude, I lost my voice for a week after <laughs> the last Dayton Revolver show. When Jake, when Jake won the title, I 
was yelling so loud. I, I mean, just the, the entire show I was. And I literally, like, for a week afterwards, I did not, like, yeah. I I would say just a couple days ago, finally got my voice all the way back. We have video evidence. Oh. I got a second that, too, man. I mean, I didn't lose my, my voice, but the emotion that they brought out for that, that night, I, I don't think I can describe it besides watching wrestling as a young kid when Austin finally won the title for the first time at WrestleMania 14. That's the last time I felt that excited, I think. You know what I mean? And that's Damn. that's saying something, man, for it to be an indie show to have me. I jumped and I screamed, you know what I mean? Like, I normally have pretty good composure. But to see, uh, you know, the the emotion that they've built there, you know, to see it pay off. That's like fun, that. dude. That, that's so refreshing to hear, man, that they just call it. It's invoking those emotions in you guys, bro. Like, definitely something special, man. And I've known that for a long time. That's why as soon as Sammy gave me the opportunity to work and do production, I'm like, bro, I'm in. As long as yeah. as long as long I can, I'm in for you, bro. And that's, you know? Yeah. that's, you know, they talked about our sponsorship and whatnot. But, I mean, it's just everybody that we've talked to that is involved with with Sammy and with Wrestling Revolver has just talked about the family feel and how awesome things are backstage and everything. And God, I just want to be part of that. I just want to get into the after party. That's all I'm saying. Uh, (laughs) We need to get get Sammy on the show and get into one of the after parties. That's, that's the two Uh, official long-term goals here. (laughs) Um, recovery day a week. So, uh, obviously your schedule is still pretty full. Uh, with you know GCW and, and Revolver and you know you've been doing Ring of Honor quite a bit, uh, and then uh, I talked to you a few weeks ago. You were over in in France. How uh, how did that, how did that come about? Well, thankfully I went over before all the craziness uh, happened. I don't know if you've right? seen some videos coming out from it now. Yeah. Like holy crap, dude! That's some, I uh, that when was I went over, it was, dude, it looks pretty bad. But when I went over, it was super peaceful, super beautiful. Saw all those landmarks, uh, Eiffel Tower, uh, Arc de Triomphe, all that, man. Really, really wow. majestic, beautiful stuff. And then, to cap it off, like, we had a show there, and they somehow miraculously knew all the GCW talent. We were super over without doing a damn thing yet. I mean, all of us got into our matches, and, like, we had chance before we even did anything in the ring. And it was a really, really refreshing feeling, man. It was, that's cool. You know, you mentioned, you mentioned that stone cold, uh, energy when you were younger, I felt that for the first time in a long time, standing at the entrance, just pointing at the people, telling them like, get up super, super loud. And I was like, damn, this is amazing. I think I looked into the camera. You guys got to search this, this, uh, match out. I looked into the camera and I did the rock thing where he was, Oh, I got goosebumps. Cause I, I legit has goosebumps. Mm-hmm. For the first time on one of my entrances, because they were that lit, man. They were wow. so happy to to have GCW talent in the house, and they were they really gave us everything the entire night, like all the way through the, the main event. So France was a dream, man. Uh, they don't believe in AC, like all the Ubers <laughs> and all the hotels. Just like even even like the hotel lobby, brother, didn't have like the correct AC running. And I'm like an AC guy, so. I mean, it was great and everything, but, like, I definitely have this dark cloud above my memory of, like, dude, it was so hot all yeah. the time, and that nobody would let you escape it, dude. Even when you got back to the hotel, it was, like, a half AC. So, if they could fix that situation, that'd be fantastic. But other than that, it was awesome. Well, hopefully so, they're believers in deodorant. So, with that being said, we yeah. normally have a follow-up question that we actually missed on you uh, today. So, Mike, you're going to hit him with the follow-up question that we normally ask. Yeah, I can't believe we missed this. It's, it's so Uh-oh. important. Uh, what do you keep your thermostat set at? 
<laughs> so, man, let me tell you, some of these luchadors hate rooming with me because they're from a warm climate in Mexico City, and I'm going to leave icicles on the ceiling uh, when we're in these hotel rooms, dude. I'm telling you, I, as low as it will go, dude. I'm telling you, I wish I was lying. But then when you get a bigger boy like me who's all about it, like, it, we, we are just best friends. Like, me and Willie Mack, brother, we love rooming with each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a hotel. Because... Every band at a hotel does that. We go into that, we turn an AC, close the yeah. curtains, turn the all AC all the way down. Yeah. down, turn every light on. Why? Because we're not paying the light bill and the electric bill. <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Turn, 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 turn the closet light on. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man. We, we freeze each other. I, I actually think he likes it to be a little colder than I do, but I'm, I'm all about it. Like, it's just freeze us out because, you know, once we leave this hotel room, it's not going to be as cold. So, right. But, yeah, man, I loved France. France was cool. Uh, the Eiffel Tower was definitely bigger than you think. It's like, man, it's, it's pretty impressive. Um, but, yeah, it was definitely a, a memorable, uh, memorable time. Have you ever seen the one at Kings Island? No, but I saw the one in Vegas. <laughs> and it's nowhere near it. I'm just trying to compare. Yeah. 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 I was gonna Island, say if if the one if the one in Vegas is nowhere near it, then the one at Kings Island's got to look like a freaking figurine yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you mentioned Willie Mack. You've had uh, you had that match with him a couple weeks ago on Ring of Honor. That was awesome, man. That's another dude. Like I'm so glad to see him getting mm-hmm. on uh, on Ring of Honor television and everything like that. I hope you guys just keep going and keep blowing it up because that that match was a lot of fun to watch. Man, Willie Mack, let me tell you, man, he's one of those guys that is universally loved all around the world. In all these locker rooms, everybody loves Willie, bro. So he's going to be doing just fine for the rest of his career, man. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, so with you doing uh, Ring of Honor more regularly, is that – Something that you've been able to talk to Tony or any of the uh, higher ups there about, like working towards a contract, or is it just kind of your your regular to bring in at this point, or is that something you yeah, can even so, talk about? I don't know. No, I think I think I can I can tell you what I know is uh, I keep getting called back. So my next question to Sanjay was, you know, is this a good thing because Tony is obviously liking what I'm doing, right? And his response was. Nobody is here without Tony really wanting them to be here. And I'm like, okay, so that's a good problem to have. So I yeah. left it at that. You know, my whole career, I've just let things ride and let things flow the way they're supposed to be. I'm not going to go up to Tony and be like, yo, are you going to sign me? It's like, this man knows about wrestling. He knows that he signed so many other wrestlers before. He's got to know that the ultimate goal would, you know, especially with me being as comfortable as I am in that locker room, he's got to know that this guy probably wants to be here. So. You know, yeah. I think I just need to continue to impress and give him really good lucha matches with his luchadors, and I think we'll just see where that door leads. So right now, I'm just kind of on standby. I love that they keep bringing me back, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ride this for as long as I can, man. Because you know, Ring of Honor and AEW is really where I'm I'm supposed to be and trying to be. Yeah, absolutely, well, man. With that Ring of Honor roster, man, there's a lot of people on there. Is there somebody that you haven't? tussled around with that you would really like to get in there man there's got to be a couple dream matches for you oh yeah i mean especially with that big platform i mean bandito would be another one you know he's got to come back from an injury unfortunately uh dralistico this is a guy that i watched in my living room for years brother and when he was (coughs) mystical you know when he was mystical Mm -hmm. in cmll i used to watch him until two or three in the morning and just his technique and his style of 
of how he would need to be caught if I was his base. Like, he's definitely one of my dream matches that will happen uh, in the near future. Um, you know, and then, I mean, that entire locker room, bro, like, I didn't, I didn't know what to expect when Willie Mack and Gringo got put on the board, but it was great. Like, I had so much fun. It was an experience, and I think that it's just full of potential possibilities of, of great matches uh, with anybody there. I mean, you know, you look at, how about the clash of styles between, you know, Daniel Garcia and Gringo Local? Like, that would be sick. Orange right. Cassidy, yeah. oh. if that were ever, if that oh. were to ever come to fruition, dude. Like, there's it's just so many... It's just so many things. A one-on-one with Penta, another one-on-one with Phoenix. We already did that, but I want it on, like, the real arena platform instead of the yeah. uh, the Orlando Universe. You know what I'm saying? Like, a real, yeah, maybe like a absolutely. Dynamite or something, like, what about where we can go absolutely crazy. Lucha Bros and Gringo go for the trios titles. I don't know. Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. They're kind of surrounded by really good Luchadors right now, so that would be hard, but... <laughs> I mean, listen, man, whatever they want to throw at me, I'm going to do the best of my ability to make it great, and I think that's where I'll really stand out, you know? Yeah, I mean, just, just before uh, we, we went live here, I was actually watching uh, the Ring of Honor tonight. You and you and uh, Commander were the first match on. That was, you know, another one. Like, they can put you up against just about anybody in there. It's like, well, this is going to be an awesome match. Can't wait to watch this. Yeah, I yeah, and Tony Tony has his hand right on the pulse, you know what I'm saying? Like, he knows that we've worked together. I'm sure he's seen it, and he wants it on his platform. And it's, it's just, just uh, you know, a huge honor to, to be able to do it at Ring of Honor. I mean, dude, I used to watch Ring of Honor. My favorite match of all time is in Ring of Honor, the six-man with Dragon Gate. You remember that? 2006. It's my with Seema and all, and all these guys, man. It's my yeah. favorite match of all time. So to be, be able to do authentic Lucha with Luchadors in Ring of Honor, brother, I'm living my dream, man. Like, it doesn't yeah. get any better than that for me. Send the link. Send the link. Seen, yeah, send the it's link. That's got to be on Honor. That's, that's, that's got to be on Honor Club, I'm sure. I'm going to have to go back we, we and watch about that. Revolver, and that Revolver reminds me of a slightly polished early Ring of Honor days. Like, because Ring of Honor had some notable names, but a lot of young, like, very talented people that are now, like, mainstays, if not Hall of Famers already. Um, and that's what Revolver reminds me of, man. There's just everybody that's in there. If you don't know them by the, you know, when you come in the door, by the time you leave, you know exactly who they are. And that's happened so yeah, many absolutely. times for, I know, all of us. And God, that's it, it, what an amazing time to be a wrestling fan. Like you said, I mean, in, in France, you know, who would expect there to just be an absolute lit crowd there, that, you know, that man. that knows and follows the product that closely, you know. It's great. I love hearing that, man. That just that just is going to hopefully add to the longevity of this business. Yeah, I think the wrestling business is in a very, very good state right now. We just have to maintain it. Um, so another uh, thing that you're known for is in GCW. Obviously, that's actually how I found out about you originally was uh, GCW, and you actually have your own show there, the World yes. on Lucha at the Collective. How how did how did that come about? I mean, obviously, you've been wrestling for GCW for for a while now. Is that just something that you and Brett came up with, or how how did that come about? Yeah, absolutely. So that that was another idea we were sitting on for about a year and a half. That you know, I became the liaison for really good luchadors in his company. And, you know, to kind of reward all of the, you know, the the footwork that I was laying to bring these guys in, he was like, you know, why don't we just do a show with your name on it? What would you think of that? And I was like, man, that sounds amazing. I'm down for that. And, uh, yeah. you know, it came, it, it came to fruition in, um, what was it, Dallas, 
And man, I was just, I wasn't worried. I just wanted it to be great because if I go into all my matches just hoping and praying that it'll be great, imagine an entire show. Like, I'm just like, listen, I need the best of the best and I need them to perform well so that it's memorable, so that they see that Lucha Libre is being portrayed in the best light possible. Uh, and it's all, it's all going to fall on my shoulders. So it, thankfully, everything went extremely well. We had two of the top names in the wrestling uh, lucha business uh, with Wagner and, and Psycho Clown, you know, in a street fight. Pretty incredible. I had my six-man, which went really well. We had two really cool moments. And, you know, everybody else just did fantastically, man. We had Johnny Mundo there, like, you know, facing off with Deppin. You know, it was it was, it was was a great night, man. I mean, yeah. I, you know, it's I, I just hold it like a badge of honor. And, you know, you talk about the second one in L.A., you know, we, we damn near sold that building out, and it's only our second show. Went very well as well. Went to war with Psycho Clown again, the big rematch. Uh, cinder blocks and tacks. And just went just went out of our minds, <laughs> man, because I think you have to. You have to so that it's memorable enough so people will come to the third one. You know what I mean? That's my mindset. So very happy with what we've done with the world on Lucha so far. Yeah, man. it's uh, That's one of those, like, Obviously, the collective has quite a bit of shows every year. That's one of those ones that I'm just like, I have to watch this. Like, I got to watch this. Yeah. I'm probably got to watch Spring Break. You know, like the, there's there's two or three that is or just can't miss for me for sure. Uh, I appreciate you saying that, man. Yeah, man. Um, so uh, another, uh, have you you and Sam Adonis ever ever tussled around? We as partners, we have. So uh, we did. A couple shots for Martinez Entertainment in Texas. We were definitely partners, and we kicked uh, RS's ass and Lowrider's ass. That was a good match. And then we've been <laughs> teaming up periodically here and there uh, in some sorts uh, in AAA as well. So he's got the big okay. rivalry with Cycle Clown now. Right. Sometimes I come out to second him with the towel, and like they'll have like a flag match, and I'm out there to support him and all that. But yeah, okay. man, Sam Adonis, another guy that's just like you know, just reaching his prime, you know, like yeah. he's, he's on top of triple a, you know, he's the Ray to Reyes, the King of Kings down there. Like he's, he's coming into his own man. And I think uh, the world should watch out for Sam Adonis coming up down in triple a. Yeah. I just, I, I don't think I've ever actually oh. seen you guys. I, I, I would like to see you guys actually have a match together. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, I actually have seen him live once that was at a, at a warrior show. It was Sam Adonis and psycho clown. Um, so that was, that was a lot of fun. Um, but it's just, it's so cool. Like when I reached out to you to have you on, I'm just like, this is a guy that like, he's on ring of honor television. Like I've seen him on all these indies and everything like that. And it's for, for us anyway, you know, we're still a fairly small podcast. This is kind of like a, you know, you're our, you're our superstar moment right now. So this has been, this has been really cool, man. (laughs) No, man, I appreciate that, bro. Again, the pleasure's all mine, man. I think that, you know, podcasts, are a two-way street you know what i'm saying you can help me with exposure i can help you guys get you know to a bigger step if you needed to and it's just all about helping each other man this this business is so so big yet so small you know like mm-hmm. i just think that as long as we help each other we're going to be just fine anything positive in the wrestling industry is positive in the wrestling industry speaking so, of positivity yeah, yeah. certain oh that's my kid <laughs> <laughs> Hi, baby. And Link. And Link. Nice. That's awesome. Love that. So, are you Chicago native, right? Born and raised, man. Yeah, it's hard to leave here because O'Hare has so many direct flights. Right. So, I work with a Chicago uh, born and raised native, so I have to ask these questions. 
Sure. Best pizza in Chicago. Lou Malnati's deep dish, number one. Okay. Best Chicago mm-hmm. dog. Portillo's, obviously. <laughs> With or without the celery salt. So I don't do any of that. You can do whatever you'd like, but I do. I'm a very basic. Uh, I get everything except relish. So really? to me, that's pretty basic. Uh, yeah, I do want relish there, man. It's, like, uh, a Chicago dog just it's, it's just not a bite after it. bite after bite of flavor. So yep. good. Eric in the test. I'm okay. so happy. Yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> we got a we got a place um, that was right down the road from where I used to work uh that does chicago dogs and they they do them pretty well i mean i've, I've never had one in chicago but uh they're, they're pretty darn tooting good i like them so i, I just want to have a reason question. to argue with him tomorrow that's all there you go an important <laughs> question that stems from that since you've been around dayton in the ohio area have you tried cincinnati chili so I haven't. I'm usually in and out. Like I usually drive straight back from Dayton. So there's no morning festivities. There's nothing. I take the lights down and I go home. So I'll definitely have to look forward to maybe in the future at some point having that. Maybe maybe if you're at the next uh, Revolver show here uh, in, in August, we'll bring you a three-way. You can take it home be. in microwave. All right. Yeah, so, I will we'll be. I'll be there on the 3rd. It's August 3rd, yeah. Oh, we'll be there. Hell yeah. <laughs> um yeah well trust me you'll you'll see us we're uh we're right we're our seats are right there by the uh entrance that's uh beautiful the official dwo uh section section now section section. um which that i i don't know who they've got you lined up with but just saying if sammy needs a hint i would love to see you uh clash with steve macklin I feel like you and Steve Macklin oh. could put off an excellent. I don't know if Excuse you guys. Excuse me, I'll be right back. But uh, I feel like you guys would clash in a really good way. Absolutely, man! Hell yeah, he was uh, what? He's a former Impact champion, right? Yeah, former Impact champion, former Revolver, former Revolver champion. champion. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's got to be somebody I have my eyes on, man. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah he's fantastic, man, for sure. Good stuff. Well, so what are what's the so crowds like in in Mexico shows? Like, I, I talked about my bucket list of of wrestling, you know, crowds to attend. Like, obviously, attending a show in, in Mexico would be obviously on there. I mean, is it it's something that I would want to do or something? I you probably don't want to go down there and do that. Oh no, 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 no! Definitely go, dude. You're talking about a raucous crowd who. Oh are super into everybody that they're behind, man. That's it, fantastic. Some of my best crowd experiences, you know, stem from Mexico City when I first used to go down there, man. Like, I got thrown into some wild, wild shows when I first started. And to get that experience at such a, such a young age, the people are just so dedicated to the sport and whoever they're behind, you know, whether you're a heel fan because there are a ton of heel fans or if you're a, mm-hmm. a babyface fan, the technical is like, People thrive off of the energy that the that luchadors are giving them back from the ring, man. It's it's fantastic. You definitely should go. I mean, that's been our experience. Like, it's every show we go to is like people are there for one singular reason. So it's always very like positive. And again, it's something I ring out that it's very ironic that it's something so much positivity rings from something that is based in violence <laughs> at its core. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I just didn't know if that if that emulated across you know across borders, I guess. Yeah, definitely go. I, I highly recommend it. It's on the list. 
failure. You just made the list. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Mexico. Yeah. Um, What's uh? Do you have anything uh, in your future that's coming up that you're looking forward to uh, event-wise that 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 that's on the horizon? Other than Revolver? yeah, there's a, there's a this specific year has been crazy busy. Um, so I will be returning to Japan in a couple of weeks for the second wow. tour. Uh, yeah. This time with GCW and Freedom, so that's very exciting. We did France, and then uh, I don't know if you guys saw the announcement, but Australia will be having it at the end of August, which is insane to me. Wow. Uh, that that my talent somehow got me all the way to that continent that's so far away. Um, and then just everything else with Ring of Honor, man. It's just I got to keep riding that train and see where it takes me. Like, it's, it's all just very, very exciting. Congratulations, man. It's so beautiful to see somebody get to live out their dream, you know, and, and see somebody that, you know, just here and then just once you people saw what you were about you know you finally you know get fed yeah. to the world and they you know, they appreciate in it the like we all do absolutely no i appreciate that guys it's uh it's been a wild ride we appreciate you taking the time with us man because let me tell you something i think in a year's time uh getting you on our show is going to be damn near impossible i'm gonna have to get you I'm going to have to go through media relations somewhere. You're going to have to get through media relations because you're going to be the world champion somewhere. You know, and it's going to, it's going to be rough then. You know, and I hope that happens. And then I'm going I'm to have to send you my publicist, and then, the, you know, it'll yeah. be a whole thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Have your people yeah. talk to he's o- He's only right. available for a 15-minute interview. Right. Take right. it or Take leave it. Take it or leave it. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll take it probably, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even if we just get to say hi. Um, so another, uh, going back to, uh, uh, excuse me, Roland, uh, Tusselmania, that dude. How How is it, do you ever like talk to him? Because we had talked to him a little bit, but like if you're like doing moves and stuff like that, do you kind of like let him know beforehand like, hey, you know, be ready for this or that or anything like yeah. that. Or no, he's he's a very attentive uh, human being. So he's actually approached me and asked me, you know, hey, is there anything I should look out for? And then I'll obviously tell him, yeah, definitely this, this, and that. And he's always right on the money, man. You know, you don't run across a talent like Tesselmania often, uh, who's somebody who's that talented and that humble. And you don't; those two usually don't go in the same sentence. But with Roly and Tesselmania, like it's it's. It really is the dream combination. I just think he's very untapped uh, as of right now in the Indies. So uh, hopefully there's more to come with Tussle. I think a lot of companies should be treating him how Sammy Callahan is treating him, but we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. yeah it's, it's I think a key word for him for... is genuine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very this genuine guy. Yep. Friendly yeah. guy. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, heck, he's actually going to be on uh, with us um pretty much after every revolver show we're gonna do a like a revolver recap with uh with tussle so that'll uh yeah that'll be tons of fun we uh we've had him we had him on here once just because we really i mean yeah we like having uh you know wrestling talent on and stuff like that but we've kind of just had different people on that are involved in the business because you know what even if they're not in front of the camera like everybody's got really awesome stories and perspectives on the business and man hearing some of his it was it was unreal so uh it, it's just it's really cool we've really enjoyed doing this and uh we're just happy to 
be a small part of uh, Revolver now, you know, or at least feel like we are, because uh, it yeah. every every show we go to is is seems to get more and more special, and more and more packed from what I've seen. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna need a we're gonna need a bigger boat. Hey, it's a good thing we got our own corner of the boat. Just saying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the other thing is we get where we're where we're sitting at, man. We get to just embrace all of the gringo loco production we're right there by the oh, entrance absolutely. baby uh and yeah. I, you know another thing that your your production value got us we have a uh a reel that we uh took at that show and it's just mox making his entrance it's like 10 seconds long and that thing's already got like almost ten thousand views on it and all kinds of stuff i mean if that production wasn't there would it really have that many i mean i know it's mox so. but you know yeah uh, so yeah, very much appreciate that. Thank you, so, thank you so Absolutely. much. That's another revolver match I'd love to see. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I think that would garner a lot of attention. To be honest with you, man. People it on really Twitter would. Have been, uh, chir- have been chirping about it how they want that. I, listen, man, that would be my honor, bro. If that ever happens. I mean, if if anything, you're like, you're, you see, he's the guy that just wrestled Vikingo, and I mean, right. that. If that makes it like you're so and so's little brother, I don't, I don't think it's that. But I mean, it's like that level of notoriety. Just wrestling somebody who's wrestled somebody who's everybody's seen and this and that, and, and you know, by proxy, you know, right? That's clout, right? Could happen. Never say never. I think, I think the ultimate goal, man, is I just, I, I gotta see me a, a, a base guy, Gringo Loco action figure. I feel like that's oh, man. that's what I yeah. that's what I feel like you'll be really getting the flowers you deserve, man. There, I, Absolutely, I, I need that would to have be, that would be Lokes and Cuban links. Yeah, Lokes and Cuban links. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, man, we uh, just absolutely appreciate you coming on here. Like we said, this has uh, been awesome. Just you know, peeling back the curtain a little bit and finding out a little bit more about you. Obviously, we're all. Yeah huge fans and everything so uh and that that's what we've always kind of wanted this podcast to be is it's not like a you know we're not asking like dirt sheet questions and stuff like we just want to have a conversation mm-hmm. uh, you yeah. know because we're 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 fans first so um we very much appreciate you coming on here um you fellas got any other questions for mr loco no, i was just saying i was i saw an ad for burial plots the other day and i was just thinking that's the last thing i need we gotta we gotta throw a dad joke in there it's 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 part of it's part of the gimmick uh and actually it's not a gimmick because do you guys do you guys know what the uh the most popular dentist appointment time is i'm not aware go ahead oh it's uh tooth 30 i knew that i knew that one i love it uh, oh shit! And that, ladies and gentlemen, is an evening on the DWO podcast. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, so you said, hold on, real quick. You said you're going to Japan here soon, and I saw before you came on here. I did see uh, a pretty funny meme regarding Japan, and it said uh, Japan's biggest uh, problem is that they have the best toilets in the world and no Mexican restaurants. And it's like, why would you have a Ferrari if you never take it to the track? <laughs> Man. You know what, though? They have so much other good food that I didn't even notice that they didn't have any Mexican restaurants. You're totally right, though. 
Right. Uh, they have so many other options that it's just like, you know, you don't need a taco when you've got all this other stuff. Hey. But absolutely the best toilets in the world. There's your post-wrestling career right there, man. Go open up a Mexican restaurant in Japan. Yeah. Gring- it's fucking Gringo dude, Locos. Genius. Gringo Locos. Genius. Taco- Gringo Locos and Taqueria. Saki Bombs, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love Saki it. Saki Bombs. Let's go. That's right, baby. Saki Bombs. Um, gosh darn okay sorry I got one more question now that we're talking about Japan were you at Wrestle Kingdom this year I was I did go mm-hmm. dude okay I thought I saw that how what was that like live I just I gotta ask yeah it was it was something else man like it that that Tokyo Dome is a massive massive place I was taken aback by how big it was and you know we saw the wrestlers were very tiny down there but I just went for the whole experience like we were in the rafters you know right but uh I mean just overall production and just I don't know man they're just so the, the fans are so respectful and react when they're supposed to and stay quiet when they're not it was just a different different experience man I thought it was, like uh, a, it was great. It, it's almost yeah. like a religion over there it really is. It's like yeah, they're yeah. so respectful. Like during spots, yeah. it's complete silence. Like it's something to see, for sure. Really, it, that's, that's wild. Yeah. That's gonna be a different feel for for you know you guys to be out there used to people yelling nonstop, and then they're just out there you know golf clapping, if you will. <laughs> yeah, and I, was, I've never actually. I don't think I've ever seen. Do they like make signs and stuff over there, or is that not a thing? Oh, man, you know what? I don't think I saw one, dude. I don't think that's a thing, man. That's Mm-mm. wild. Yeah. Cephas, yeah. you could set a world record for having like the most signs in Japan or something. Hey, man. <laughs> I speaking of my world record, I gotta add a, a Gringo Loco shirt uh, to the uh, count. I, I uh, hope you'll have some some merch available when I come see you this August third at Revolve. Yes. Absolutely, we'll have that. Mm-hmm. You can get one. Yeah. You can get one of these dope hats too. Man, dude, those are by far the most popular item I've ever offered. That hat you have on your dude, there, man. That I love this hat so I much. Do. I like yeah, that hat a lot. Like I have my own brand hats, and I still wear this one out of the house. <laughs> I wore this one golfing yesterday. It was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Eric, you ain't a mark, are you? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, look at me. I'm not wearing Gringo Loco merch or anything. Yeah, um, to be honest, though, he looks pretty stylish, man. I mean, that's a pretty I mean, sick yeah, shirt. Man. And the hat to go uh, with it. Like, it's I look pretty it, good. Speaking yeah. of which, shout out to uh, Scarlet and Graves for the whole Yeah, man. man. She is awesome. So, yeah, I, I don't know if you knew this, but our uh, the reason he is called Wrestling T-Shirt Guy, he holds the world record for... What is it there, Cephas? I've gone the most consecutive days wearing a pro wrestling t-shirt design. I'm on day 552 of wow, consecutively wearing wrestling sick. shirts. Wow. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, just I'm, think I'm, about I'm that. <laughs> just, Gringo, think about that. You get to be on a podcast with a world record holder. I mean, it's, it's go, pretty man. impressive. That is, that, is, uh, that is impressive, to say the least. 500 days, baby. Let's go. Put that notch in your belt. Yeah. <laughs> Coming for you. Um, yeah, it's been it's been really cool uh, doing all this. So, we, uh, man, we just really appreciate you coming on here. Um, I don't think I have any other questions, but uh, I'm sure we will see you uh, August 3rd in Dayton. Absolutely. At Wrestling Revolver Heat 'em Up, which is going to be a fantastic show. Tickets are on sale now. They are. Yes. They are indeed. 
Um, you got anything you want to plug there, big dog? Oh yeah, just the Instagram is uh, I am base guy, and then the Twitter is Gringo Loco OG because I'm old as fuck. But uh, yeah, absolutely, man. I, I appreciate you having me on, man. It's a, it was a really good conversation. So pleasure. Absolutely. Likewise. Um, you, you you didn't join Threads yet? You're not on that bandwagon. I don't know, man. I don't know what that is. I heard a chirping of it, but I gotta look into it. I know. Trust me, I don't know what it is either. I just clicked on it, and all of a sudden we're on it. Oh. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know My, if I like that. Well, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say this now because this is the big thing. If you create a Threads account, you cannot delete it without deleting your Instagram account. Oh, good to know. Damn. Yeah. They tied that yeah. right in. Oh, good to know, bro. Okay. Fuck yeah, they did. They and, Dude, and they make it so simple to just be like, oh, just import your Instagram and it'll just be on Threads. Oh, man. There's no... Just read the privacy agreement. Yeah. Nope. Absolutely yeah, not. Terrible. Uh, no, our our first uh, post on there was how do you use this thing with the gif of Abe Simpson doing the you know with the glasses. So <laughs> yeah, I don't have a clue. Yeah. Um, but uh, again, thank you, man, so much for coming on. Uh, we really appreciate it. Really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you guys were great, man. Thank you. Well, thank you. Uh, you guys got boys got anything else? Someone say. I was magnificent. I'm just saying. You're always magnificent. There's no doubt about that. Um, well, as always, we have been the DWO Podcast. I have been Big Rig. He has been Mr. Magnificent Mike Martin. He's been wrestling t-shirt guy Cephas. And he has been the base god, Gringo Loco. Thank you so much for coming on, my dude. Uh, as always, you can find us on pretty much every social platform. You can find us on threads now. How about that? Oh, boy. New plug. Uh, we're going to have to redo the overlay. Uh, we're on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at DWO underscore podcast, Facebook at the DWO podcast. We're on TikTok at the DWO po- or at DWO underscore pod. Uh, we're on pro wrestling tees, T public, all that jazz. So holy shit. So many. I'm telling you, man, I'm like Excalibur over here reeling off a freaking <laughs> rampage card. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, until next time, thank you all for joining in. Top Dads. Out. Thanks.